Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a mom of four, a business owner, an entrepreneur, and a wife of 12 years to my husband, who is terminally ill. And this is my podcast, When Shit Gets Real. It's a candid discussion about when dynamics change and life gets real messy. Uh, welcome, everybody, to When Shit Gets Real. Uh, maybe, I'm not even going to say episodes anymore because I don't really know. <laughs> this, this might just be, talking. This might be eight. But um, today... Oh, cut that. Start over because I just snorted. I don't yeah, want Yeah, I really... There. Please cut snorts out. <laughs> I'm going to work on it. Sorry. No, for real. Like, I don't want snorts. I accidentally snorted earlier. Yeah, sorry. Just redo because I really don't want that in there. Mm. That's another great outtake. <laughs> <laughs> Just end them with some dumb shit. Oh, my God. All right. Go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our next episode of When Shit Gets Real. Uh, we've got in-house podcast therapist, <laughs> Sister Becca. Truth. (laughs) (laughs) And in-house... Your co-host. (laughs) Co-host. Sister Natalie. Elementary school teacher. Yeah. Well, that's... Yes. She works with kids. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, So today I just kind of want to talk about what's been going on in our lives. We just had Thanksgiving. Yep. Probably about a... Not quite a month ago, but... Oh, gosh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because we're actually approaching Christmas now, but... um, Thanksgiving was a hard one. Yes, it was. It was beautiful, but it was a hard one. Um, I don't know if I talked about at the beginning of November. So I always have a hair show that I go to every year, and I really look forward to it. Yeah. Um, We did talk about him ending up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he had treatment Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yep. And so I don't take him to the treatment appointments his parents do. Um, but I go when there's an MRI and I wasn't going to go this Wednesday, that particular Wednesday, because I, we host Thanksgiving. So I'm getting ready for that. And his pain, the, the, those three weeks were still just terrible mm-hmm. is excruciating mm-hmm. in his leg and in his arm. So, um, I had told his dad who was taking to the appointment, I said, you need to tell them this is unacceptable. He has brain cancer. Could we give yeah. him some quality of life. He's in excruciating pain. Right. Can we get this steroid shot instead of waiting till January, which was the plan? Cause that's what the earliest they could get him in. So his dad takes him up and, um, they call me a couple hours later and said that they are willing to admit him back into the hospital. It's Tyler's decision, but they wanted to talk to me, mm-hmm. but that's how bad the pain was that Tyler was willing to be admitted back into the hospital, knowing he would miss Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But that's how desperate he was to get this pain under control. And, you know, it, that was the hard, like Thanksgiving's my favorite. I, I, I live for Thanksgiving and and kill it every year. I do. Thank you. You do. Um, but that was hard, but I knew that's where he needed to be. Well, and I remember when you got the news because I was helping you move the car and all this other side crap. And, I'll never forget you and I just sitting. Was this the day before or on? It must have been the day before you telling me that he is admitted and you and I just sat in your driveway just crying. It was terrible. It was terrible. 
That's I, right. Yeah, we just sat in your driveway and just cried. Oh, my God, man. It was just like, we don't get a break. It right. just keeps coming. And now, Sarah, I mean, and you're doing all you can. You have all the kids, and you're trying to host Thanksgiving's the next day, and now your husband's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he won't be coming. Right. It was crazy. That was that was really emotional, and my heart broke for you. And it broke for Tyler, you know? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think, like... I was more heartbroken for Tyler mm-hmm. than I was for even us. Oh, yeah. And then it was really cool because Alyssa, Caleb's girlfriend, and my boyfriend, Eric, work in healthcare. So both of them were working. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And there was something, this is where I'll tear up. This is, there was something about mm-hmm. knowing that there were people like them. Yeah. Oh, girl, I get it. I yeah. get it. Who spend the holidays yeah. with yeah. people. Because, yeah, yeah the, there, is no, there is no break. Mm-hmm. It's, this is a 24-7 situation. And so I remember we all, I think, cheers yes, Eric Absolutely. and Alyssa yeah. for, you know, choosing that holiday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to be with people who can't be with their families. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it was just an, I don't, it was an odd year. And then this is the first year us hosting it in Beloit, Mm -hmm. which was really wonderful because mom got to come over the day before and she, you know, I had so much help from people, you know, you came down, you were running a bunch of errands for me. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or we can just wait too, Becca. Yeah. Just go to the bathroom. <laughs> There's always one. Mm-hmm. I have to like. We just gotta pause it though, because otherwise. Mm-hmm. So was the father drunk too? He was. Um. I. It was just weird. No, I was pretty tipsy, but it was just weird to look over, and there he is with a, you know, bottle of beer laughing and he's like young he's probably around my age or like 40 hmm and good looking too i was just gonna ask if yeah he's no cute. he was good looking yeah absolutely like if he wasn't a father he could have this a is freaking, the principal the principal yeah he hosts a christmas party is the principal the father no no oh is the father married who the, the father they can't get married fathers can't get married oh no, honey is the father a priest? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's a priest. Yeah. They have the the black and the... They can drink? They can drink, girl. Hmm. They can drink. And so I went up to Michael and I was like, okay, I didn't realize they can drink. And he's like, no. He's like, they'll get fucked up. And I'm like, because <laughs> he grew up Catholic and in Catholic schools and all of those things. Well, yeah, they can't have sex. So you should be able to drink. Yeah. And so I did ask him, though. I was like, well, do they swear? And he said, no. So he's and Michael's like, if you walk over there, he's like, it'll be game. Like, it'll be like, he won't swear. But like, what if we started talking about like 
sex jokes or something like inappropriate. Not like I do that, but like you should test it out. I know it was it was fascinating though. It is weird. Like here I am, like all fucked up, like shot. And we did a tequila shot. Oh my god! And, there, and there's a father. <laughs> oh, yeah, weird. That's bizarre. That's like it's odd. Okay, Sorry. all right. Back on track. Uh, no, I can't remember what you were saying though. Thanksgiving. Well, we're talking about Thanksgiving. Oh, and how mom came, and we, I, I did. I had a bunch of help, and it was just kind of a typical Thanksgiving where it was very crazy and hectic. So I'm in my headspace of, like, keeping everything going. Um, and I think we were going to get ready to say our prayer, our give thanks. Well, he called before that, though. I called him. Oh, you did. Okay. I wanted okay. Tyler to be a part of it. Yeah. And so we FaceTimed him. That was beautiful. That was an emotional moment. It was. So we FaceTimed him and everybody said hi. And um, we always have dad give thanks. Yep. And Aaron, our brother, is going through a really, really hard time, yeah. too. Right. And he was standing next to me. And I just remember grabbing Aaron's hand. Great. You're going to make me cry. And um, Tyler was there. You know, he was able to be a part of that. Um. Yeah, it was really emotional, but also really kind of beautiful. It was so beautiful. It was. It was, it was really so beautiful. beautiful. And uh, I love it because, like, uh, Sarah looked at me. She's like, record this. And I love it. And so I have it recorded. So I got all, I love the fact that, like, here's Tyler. We can see him on the phone. And Jackson walks up. Hi, Dad. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, what a new normal for you guys think about this year, well, last year at this time, you just moved to Beloit. We yeah. just got the diagnosis, and you were like, we're coming back. So that Thanksgiving was unique as well. Mm-hmm. That was an emotional one. It's mm-hmm. just so different. It's just so, so many changes. But um, that was really fantastic that we have him on the phone, his kids getting to say something, and it it was really emotional. I remember looking at Becca, too, and Becca's crying, and I'm. it, it, was, it was just it was beautiful, but... So different. Mm-hmm. So different. Well, and speaking of new norms, so when we, when I recorded the episode with the kids, yeah, um, we were driving home and then my friend Sarah was here to mm-hmm. keep track of the kids when I would be talking with one of the other ones. And so we're riding home and Sarah and I are in the front seat and Alex is in the back seat and she's like, Sarah, have you watched Princess Diaries? <laughs> And Sarah's like, no, I haven't. Is that good? And Alex is like, yeah, you want to watch it? And Sarah's like, yes, the next time you come spend the night at my house, we can watch it. And Alex says, no, the next time mom and dad go to the hospital, they go for two nights and you can stay the first night and we can watch it then. And grandma can stay the second night. Oh, Oh, yeah. My God. Never underestimate what these kids are thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wow. Her little normal. That's her normal. Yeah. That's, I mean, F4. Right. Hey, we can have a fun sleepover when mom and dad go stay at the hospital. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that Thanksgiving played into what Hendrix is going through. Oh, gosh, and yeah. It was also kind of like an emotional night in general. Like, okay, so it like started winding down and us three ended up together. And uh, it was also one of the most fun nights that I've had. Yeah. I know. I'm not going to lie. Really <laughs> it was a fun <laughs> night. But also like, 
having us three girls and we're extremely close. You guys think about that. We don't typically do that on Thanksgiving. Mm-mm. And here it was like, it was just so different, but also it was just emotional and beautiful at the same time. But yeah, us three kind of got fucked up together. Didn't we? <laughs> Maybe I should come move to the compound. <laughs> I don't think that would be good. <laughs> us three would so, just be together like all the time. I love so, it because Aaron said I'm just the one thing that keeps us from all wearing blue jeans <laughs> white Nikes. <laughs> Because let's just explain some background yes. for the listeners. So oh, yeah. my mom and dad live in my grandparents as my dad's, our dad's mm-hmm. childhood home. So, you know, we grew up in that neighborhood. So they live there. Well, when Tyler and I moved back to Beloit, we moved, I'd say like three city blocks away, if even that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not city block. It's all, it's very quiet. It's old like a neighborhood. Suburb. Yeah. Yeah. So, but total walking distance. Oh, the kids yeah. ride their bikes over there. <laughs> and then um, brother's going through this awful divorce. So now he moves in with my parents with his three kids, which is great because the kids are always going back and forth. Now I've got nieces and nephews over. The kids go over there. Well, then Natalie got married a couple months yeah. ago. Her and her husband buy a house two which, city blocks. Which was not planned. It just happened to no, be. No, but one. we did manifest I, that we did shit. Man- we did. We, did. <laughs> we would fantasize about it. So, no, they're in the same direction. If you're going to my parents, but instead of turning left, you just go straight. <laughs> so, all three of us siblings plus my parents are in this yeah. quarter mile <laughs> radius. And Matt, so was it thanks or Halloween? Caleb, my 24 year old son. Who lives only five minutes from Becca yeah. in Milwaukee? We keep it in the family. <laughs> yeah, I do. He had said to you, are you going to go down on Halloween and trick or treat in mom and dad's, grandma and grandpa, Aaron, <laughs> Natalie and Brent's neighborhood? And your response was, oh, you mean not Becca's neighborhood? <laughs> yeah. So that's what we yeah. call it. Not Becca's neighborhood. Not Becca's neighborhood. We'll but, keep it that way. But how... You know, coming full circle to the issue of Tyler, I was actually telling somebody about this and she was laughing, you know, and it asked, like, I think she said, did they plan that? And I said, no, but we were so thrilled Mm -hmm. that they found a house that close because you guys were looking for one year, John and Kate, too. And we we were thinking, like, oh, my God, how amazing you know, would that be well, if you guys could literally be down the street from grandparents? Here's yeah. what's really nice with you and I being close. I pick up a night. I do one oh night God, a week with I Alex. Love so that is really helpful. And I love that I can help. Like Sarah needs to take a, she doesn't have another driver. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like insane. It's like, Hey, can you pick them up? And then it's not a nuisance to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I like. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't mind picking up the kids because honestly, for me, it doesn't cause that much dis- disruption right. in my life. Um, so it is very helpful with everything that you're going through, um, to help in that aspect. Well, and I came home last night and I walk in and there's Brent sitting in the living yeah. room talking to Tyler. Oh my God. Well, that's yeah. my Aaron thing. will I stop exactly, over. You know. I yeah. love that Tyler has. And he needs Social that. outlets. Yeah. He needs yeah. that. So we're so, so blessed and fortunate with that. Um, but yeah, so Thanksgiving, it was beautiful and, um, yeah, it just turned out. We don't normally do the big throw. We love the party. Don't get me yeah, wrong, but right. holidays are more chill. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it started with Caleb 
mid afternoon when I put the turkey, I had one in the grill and one in the oven asking if I wanted to do a shot. <laughs> and I'm like, it's Thanksgiving. Well, and it's like, okay. Yeah, that, and it's like, we kind of needed it. It was just a different. Oh, I, it was very different. It was very was different. Very different. Yeah. I think I'm always going to remember this Thanksgiving <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And when did he get out then? He ended up coming home. Not until Saturday. Yeah. 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 And, you know, one of the things, too, that dawned on me is as soon as he came home, it became very stressful again. Yeah, I do remember you and I talked well, about Well, that's the that. day I took Hendrix. Yeah. That right. was the day I said, you get him in the car, meet me halfway. I'll take yeah. one off your plate. Well, You're and it's right. interesting, too, because it's like this dynamic that you oh, had. Oh, and you had lost your voice. Oh, oh my right. gosh. That that's was right. The day your- yes. By the time I went to bed Thanksgiving, gone. Yeah. You can still hear it. We're yeah. like almost a month out. I'm still uh-huh. kind of rasped, but it was gone, mm-hmm. which happens a lot to me, but not mm-hmm. usually around Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think my body was just like, oh, absolutely. all right, well, everybody ate. You got everything mm-hmm. done. We're just going to shut down now. Well, everything that you're piling on, Sarah, and just, it is crazy though. Like he comes home, different dynamic, all of those things mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then the other thing that I had wanted to talk about, I was so excited because we actually got palliative care mm-hmm. in yes, the house. Which I don't know what this is, so I am curious. Right. So I also didn't know what this is. And mm-hmm. this is another aspect of this podcast that is really important is ex- like giving mm-hmm. people information mm-hmm. that you don't know exists and you should know that it, I, why you don't know it exists. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we were talking about this last night when you're given a terminal diagnosis, there should be a packet of yeah. here's resources, yeah. here's foundations, yeah. here's phone number. And I, I feel like they do that just, I do remember getting a packet of like about like cancer care. It's all about Tyler's doctors have been phenomenal. Obviously, mm-hmm. they keep him alive. Yeah, but there's no extension of quality of life. Mm-hmm. Let's do quality of life. So this came to my attention a year ago when, well, I guess it would have been like a year and a half ago. It was right after. We received the diagnosis and you were, you were spiraling, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was like night and day the way you were reacting to this. And we talked about this, I think in our last podcast about the stages of grief and how you were really moving through them mm-hmm. in, in your way, but in different stages. And there was anger and there was, you know, you needing to accept and this and that, but I will never forget us talking and, being a therapist, I'm obviously acutely aware of the emotional impacts. And I can't believe it had, in all the years that he had been dealing with this since day one of your marriage. marriage yeah. And I remember saying to you, why are they not considering the impacts this is having on mm-hmm. a family yeah so kind of what you were saying that the doctors are phenomenal but it's all medical right Mm -hmm. and it's all about all about that you're not even it's like nobody even considered the emotional toll no and the emotional toll quite honestly was like greater than all of it together. yeah because i'm watching my sister yeah and her beautiful family 
just spiraling mm-hmm. out of control. And thankfully, I am a person that believes in therapy. I'm Absolutely. conscious enough where I'm like, all right, I have to put in place things that are going to get my family through this. Mm-hmm. But even like, even therapy aside, and that's where you'll talk about the palliative care. But I mean, I'm saying like, where's the social workers? Right. Yeah. They're like going to help right. you do this stuff. And that, but that's what I'm saying yeah. though. I had to figure this all out on my mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. They did eventually get us hooked up with a there or a social worker, but it was me saying, right. Yeah. I'm floundering here. This is actually when it started becoming aware to me. He's not going to be able to go back to work. That's oh when it was. God, That's right, when, because in the right. beginning we thought he could. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thought, it, it started yeah. really becoming a reality. Like mm-hmm. I, he's not going to be able to work. Yeah. What mm-hmm. the fuck do we do? Yeah. And I remember calling and I don't know if I was, I think I was talking to a nurse because he hadn't been diagnosed yet. Mm-hmm. Rediagnosed. Right. He had had the surgery. Actually, you're right. You're Things right. were down great. Like mm-hmm. he was going downhill. Mm-hmm. And I remember calling a nurse saying like, he's getting worse. And at this rate, he's not going to be able to go back to work. What am I going to do? How am I going to support my family? I said, I feel like I'm free falling here and nobody is doing anything to help me figure out how to navigate this. Mm-hmm. That's when they gave me a social worker's phone mm-hmm. number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was great, but it was still not like, here's the therapists. Here's the financial aspect right. of it. There, there's so many components to this yeah. where if you're new to this, even though I was new to this level of it, been dealing with it for 10 years prior. Why don't I know this stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, but Tyler, though, this this is a whole new animal. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what Tyler I Tyler yeah. was literally all those <clears throat> years still sharp as ever. Of course he was, yeah. but Tyler and, should have been dealing know, with therapy. Yeah, whether or not he was um, uh, chronically ill, mm-hmm. he wasn't. Right, he's working like the five years in between each of these um, surgeries. He's worked with everything. He's working and life seems normal. It's always in your mind. Always, always case, in your that, mind. That was absolutely well, he would, Even he would make those passive aggressive mm-hmm. comments when he was healthy. Yeah. But, and I, even like you too, Sarah, would make comments. See, for me, I wasn't, yes, I was involved, but like I am where I was, I was naive. I'm just going to be honest. Every I single like time I was too. Every single time this kept coming up and I was like, oh my God, it's fine. We'll do the surgery. Moving on. Surgery, move on. And I remember, like, even when, you know, it was at a lull, Sarah, even you, too, Mm -hmm. would make comments about his health. And I'd be like, damn, that's negative. You know, I would think in my mind, hello, I'm not dealing with it. Even you, too, Sarah, could have been probably using that help, too. You guys are going through trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is trauma. Right. I can't even imagine my partner going through this. And I look back now, I'm like, damn, even myself, I'm like, I I was really naive to mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Really naive. Well, and I was always in therapy. Yes, that is true. Oh, that's right. That is right. Mm-hmm. But, well, because I knew. So I knew that's something I yeah. needed, you know, because yeah, it's and, always just a component of right. your life. It doesn't go away. But um, a friend of mine had come in to get her hair done and... 
I don't, I haven't seen her in years. So I don't really know what she's doing, but she came in to get her hair done. I'm like, so what do you do? And she's like, well, I'm that of palliative care for Beloit health systems. And I'm like, what is that? And basically she explains to me, they are the middle person between being diagnosed and hospice. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Right. So Tyler doesn't need hospice. Right. But we need some fucking help. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, yeah, we come in. We we have a nurse that comes into your home, go over your medications with you, take vitals. If Tyler needs something, which Tyler isn't to that point either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's like, yeah, and then, you know, like we can get him set up with a therapist. You know, we have resources we can introduce you to. My mind is blown right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ted, no idea. And she's like, you know, I just assumed you knew about it. Two other nurse friends, Carrie and Sarah, both had said, I just assumed you knew about it, Sarah. Oh, my God. So. And I had no, I had no idea. mm -hmm. I'm like, that sounds from palliative care sounds like I've heard of that, but I had no idea what it was. Yeah. None. So. um, I just kept thinking, I kept talking to you about family care. Because that's what's in Milwaukee. Okay. And that's, um, I think that's a Medicaid program. But that's another one where you can sign up. I just want to give the resources. Yes. You can sign up and you get a case manager and they also will get, because I'm a therapist through, um, I think it's now called community care. It's changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's changed hands. So I think it's community care, but like uh, uh, they'll send referrals to us right. for clients um, and then they can have, they have a nurse that goes in. So it sounds very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the thing that I kept saying is like, Sarah, they've got, there's, there's got something. to be something. <laughs> it's like. You just have to figure out what the name is. Right. Which, how. Yeah. I mean, how do you even do that if you aren't mm-hmm. in it or connected and, to it somehow? Right. Right. That's crazy. And, yeah. So. Um, and so it's covered by insurance. Okay. So she comes out, she's a nurse. So I made the appointment and this was very important to me to have this appointment. And so it was on Friday, a couple of days ago. And I told Tyler leading up to it, you know, cause he's like, well, what is it? And mom was there that morning. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I see there's something on Friday at 9am. And so I said, well, they're coming for palliative care. And he's like, well, what is it? And I said, they're coming in. It's a nurse. They help us with things we need, you know, and right away he's like, I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. Really? Yeah. And he's like, I, you know, and I, I'm trying to, why, why don't you like this? And he's like, well, you're looking at it differently than I am. I'm dying. This, you know, and I said, Tyler, this isn't hospice. Well, then what is it? They're coming to help us figure stuff out, make things easier for you, make things easier. I don't like it. Well, then mom's trying to mm-hmm. explain it to him, which mm-hmm. mom meant great, but I could tell Tyler was getting irritated because he doesn't want to hear it. He's just like, I don't fucking mm-hmm. want it. I don't mm-hmm. want this. It, to him, it's signaling the end, the beginning of the end. Right. You know, and I'm like, that's, I said, people can be on palliative care for years. This oh, is yeah. not the beginning of the end. This is to help us connect us with resources and, you know. To help you. Right. I was and say, that's what you, I said. I said, okay. I, I said. I need this. Yeah. I need this. Yeah. And he's like, no, I get it. Not that he wasn't willing to do it. Tyler's yeah. always willing. Right. Right. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't happy about it. And so I said, just wait till Friday. 
So she came. She was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mm. So patient. And even watching Tyler interact with her, his speech is a lot better. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh my God. It's definitely some, it's with me because I'm impatient and get frustrated. So he gets Mm -hmm. frustrated and nervous or whatever. Right. And oh my God, she was so patient. And he was trying to figure out because we had made an appointment in Madison for January 9th. Okay. To do an injection in his leg. Well, he had that done in the hospital in November. Mm-hmm. So we don't need that that appointment. He could not he could not figure that out. What is that appointment? What is it? Mm-hmm. Do we need to go to it? Is it for my art? And like she just kept repeating it. And, mm-hmm. and and finally to her, I'm like, this is where I want to just get up and be done. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to sit here and keep trying mm-hmm. to explain this to him. Mm-hmm. And she too, you know, Tyler's like, see, and then you always get mad at me. And, you know, and he was apologizing to her and she's like, don't you ever apologize. Mm-hmm. You never apologize to me. And mm-hmm. I had done the same thing when she came in because yesterday was a rough morning mm-hmm. and I could just, I felt like this ball of stress, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, I'm sorry. It's just, it's really been a morning. She's like, don't ever apologize to me. Don't apologize for anything. And, um, but you could tell Tyler like kind of had a spark, like he was connecting with her and she was just explaining, you know, what they do. And we went mm-hmm. over all of his medications. And then she brings up the therapists in Madison who specifically are for terminally ill or cancer patients. And okay. I said, here's the thing. I know about those therapists. Our insurance doesn't cover them because okay. we're out. They're out of network. I can take care of that for you. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she said, I can fight for that for you. I am, like, so ecstatic for you guys. Right. So I am just, like... <laughs> and how often does she come? Um, I think she's coming back in three weeks. Okay. Just to, But her and I are going to be in touch. And so then I'm like, okay, well, what about me? Who can I see? I said, I love my therapist I yes. see in Beloit. Yeah. She's having some health issues, too. Yeah. I'm not ready just to go to anybody. Right. You know, and so she gave me the name of somebody in Janesville. She said, I will send you their information. She deals specifically with terminally ill people. I know. And then I'm kind of like, well, do you have anybody that can help me look at this medical bill I got from when Tyler went to the ER in Beloit? And that's apparently not a network. Yeah. I'm dying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is fantastic. Yeah. Because she has all these different connections. Oh, my god! And I loved her, too, because she's like, you know what? Because Tyler is apologizing for me and him arguing or whatever. And she's like, don't apologize. She's like, me and my husband, we're healthy and we drive each other crazy and we're both vocal people. The neighbors probably don't like it, but she's like, you know what? That's what it is. We've been married for 30 years. It's not changing. I love it. It was really awesome. And so it it was just, I felt so just this relief, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, he had gone upstairs to get something. She's like, do you guys have kids? And. I'm like, yeah, we have four. And she's just like, my God, mm-hmm. how are you doing this? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, some days are better than others. And she's yeah. like, and what choice do you have? I'm yeah. like, exactly. Right. So it stayed really positive mm-hmm. until the end. And this is another reason I want them because I told her, I said, we also need to talk about funeral arrangements. Oh, snap. Really? Yes. Because. And I didn't even have to say it to her because Tyler's like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, my God. He just shut down. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. 
but it has to be done. And she said, you know what, Tyler, Sarah is thinking about it from a pragmatic viewpoint. This is something that has to be done. Everybody should be doing this, you know, and she's like, I have my funeral planned out. It is so much better to do it when you're capable and healthy enough to do it. So it's exactly how you want it. And then when things get really hard, it's already taken care of. Now you're not at, you can, because at that point it is going to be so hard and so sad to then, then do that. I can't. Right. So I agree. It, it is. I'm not, not going to lie. Hearing it was kind of like, uh oh, mm-hmm. not going to lie, but I get it. Right. I get it. And, and he still was like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Has he made videos for the kids yet? He did some. Okay. I don't think he's doing them anymore. I know it because it's hard, especially now. I was just curious if he was. Mm-hmm. But um, so you and Eric were kind of talking about that, Becca, last night mm-hmm. about relationships and you two aren't married, but you want each other to. Mm-hmm. I am going on record. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's something every healthy person should do. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Tyler, I will do it with you. I will make my own funeral arrangements right along with you. So palliative care, that's something to look into. Whatever. Well, that's in Milwaukee County. But right, but they might. Any type of um, I don't know. I don't know how you would even like Google it. Um, I don't know what you would Google. To like you're ba- you're basically searching your blindly yeah. for these resources and groups. Support. I would maybe Google like support services or community support services for um, the best thing I think to do. Terminally ill or or sick person. Perhaps, you yeah. Maybe. You some of the best connections I got is when I put the boys a year or I guess over that I'd put them in a. Little like six week things yes. mm-hmm. where they went and it was all for children whose parents had a parent going through cancer. So every week they went and met for like an hour and a half for six weeks. And it was really great. And there was a couple of mm-hmm. times I sat in the lobby with a couple of the parents. Mm-hmm. One of the parents had cancer. One of the women, her husband had cancer who wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I got more resources from them. Oh my God. Because you're we're all trudging through it mm-hmm. and finding stuff. And so mm-hmm. they gave me tons of stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Sarah, we could not be happier <clears throat> that you found that service. I know. Yeah. So that was good. It's fantastic. So I think that's where we can wrap it up. Perfect. And when the three of us do a show together, <laughs> sisters. Sisters. Love you guys. Love you. <laughs> I'd love to start a conversation with you. Please share your story with me via email, which is sarah at whenshitgetsreal.net. That's sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at whenshitgetsreal.net. Or visit my website, whenshitgetsreal.net.